switched on on F104 and I'm joined by the founder of Her Sport, Neve Talon. Hello. Hi, Louise. Thank you so much for chatting to us once again. So the rowing, they're doing really well, aren't they? Yeah, so the World Rowing Championships uh, kicked off yesterday and um, we've had lots of lots of athletes in action today, which is great. Mm-hmm. And we're off to a really, really good start. So um, this competition um, is a, an Olympic qualifier. So um, it will be the opportunity for the crews to book their slots uh, in Paris for next summer. Um, it won't be the only opportunity, but it is a, a nice way to, um, you know, to get things started and, mm-hmm. and to, you know, be assured um, that you have, have booked your spot in Paris. And they have made it through to the semi-final, haven't they? Yeah, so we've got a couple of crews in action. So we had Africo and Fiona Murta uh, in action in the pair. Um, they were involved in the Tokyo medal winning boat, um, which might be familiar names to some people. So yes. they finished second in their heat. Um, they were racing the repechage tomorrow to try and qualify for the semifinals. So in the pair, it'll be the top 11 boats will qualify for the Olympic Games which at the lowest placing would be a fifth place finish in the B final. So that'd be what they're working towards tomorrow. Uh, a second place finish is, is, is really, really strong. So uh, fingers crossed. And, and uh, I would expect that we'll see the, the pair in a, in a competitive position tomorrow. In the women's double, we had the young crew of Alison Burgeon and Zoe Hyde, mm-hmm. and they qualified for the semi-final, winning their heat. It bodes really well to for the opportunity to qualify um, again, looking at a, a top 11 uh, placing. So they've really been coming into their own over the last 18 months or so. Um, Zoe Hyde has actually been typically racing with uh, Sunita Pushkore, who would be the, the veteran of the team and, and one of the most experienced in, in relation to uh, sculling across the squad. Um, so I was really interested to see how Alison and Zoe would get on together and, and great to see them come out with a, with a top result. Um, and, and I think they, pro- they probably have a shot at getting that qualification spot all going well. Then in the lightweight double skulls was Margaret Kremen and Aoife Casey. They'll be targeting their second Olympics together. Uh, they're straight through to the semifinals. And for them, it will be the top seven that will qualify. So the lowest spot there will be um, the first place finish of the B final. Um, they've been competitive, you know, racing through their junior career, racing at under 23 and, and at senior level, really coming on over, over the last um, couple of years. Um, and, and they'll be looking to, to get that qualification spot. And they will also be looking to be competitive at the Olympic Games. And then in the four, it's comprising of Emer Lam, Sunita Pushpore, Imogen Magner and Natalie Long. They finished third in their heat, progressing to the semifinals. Again, another top seven uh, finish to qualify for the Olympics. Um, Emer was part of the Tokyo bronze medal winning crew. Sunita, as mentioned earlier, is one of Ireland's um, most esteemed rowers, most usually recognised for being involved in sculling events. Um, she has two world and European uh, championship titles um, as well as three Olympic Games in the single skulls. Um, and as I mentioned, racing with Zoe more recently. So interesting to see her uh, swapping out the two wars and now rowing with one in the women's four. So um, I, I think, you know, all the crews there, they're absolutely targeting qualification. And, and you can see that the the team is um, putting putting their best foot forward. Is it likely that we will have a couple of teams heading towards Paris then? Yeah, I think so. Like based off the results today, like they were competitive, um, you know, coming in some of those, you know, top, like we've had top one, two and three place finishes across all of those four boats. And, um, you know, obviously they have a couple of rounds to get through. Um, so we'll be just seeing how they get on through that. But um, I would imagine that we'll have 
at least two or three of those those boats will go through but and um, tomorrow and uh, the following day will will tell us some more yeah, it's a very interesting sport to watch. I stayed up many a nights watching it when they were in the Olympics the last time. So hopefully, and we look forward to it. Yeah, no, I think the women's team is really, really built, um, you know, over the over the last couple of years. Like, um, you know, Sunita has been involved, um, you know, in the Olympics since 2012. Um, so she'll, uh, you know, hopefully be going to her fourth Olympics ga- Olympic Games um, with Paris and, and did say that this was her her last world championships. Um, so hanging up the the oar uh, probably after 2024. Um, but that's you know when she was racing in 2012. Um, you know there was a very very small women's team, and now we're looking at uh you know several crews racing, um, a big squad, and and it really has um you know increased that competitiveness among the squad, which is bringing up the overall performance uh, across the board. And and we've seen Ireland be really competitive in rowing uh, over over recent years, which is great. And then it was great news for Leinster in the Rugby Interpros as well, wasn't it? Yeah, so an exciting weekend to wrap up the Vodafone uh, Rugby Interpros. So Leinster were led to the win by former Irish international rugby player Tanya Rosser. Mm-hmm. Leinster sealed the deal and overcame Munster uh, in the final to win 33-14. So it's two wins against Munster back-to-back which will make sure to be an exciting and interesting tournament again next season. Munster have dominated the competition over the past 10 years, um, but this tournament uh, this year has really shown that the gap is closing among all teams because there is such a mix of results across the board, which I'm sure that people that have been listening to us over the last few weeks have heard different teams winning and losing all the time. Then in the third place playoff, uh, Ulster beat Connacht in a shock defeat, uh, winning their first Interpros game since 2012. Mm-hmm. So they're absolutely elated to get that win and, and exciting to see them uh, to see them get it. Um, they beat Connacht 36-14, which is, is a convincing scoreline. Um, Connacht had beaten Ulster the weekend previous, showing again the competitive potential of the tournament. And then Connacht actually beat Leinster in the opening game uh, a couple of weeks ago, which is again showing that mix of results and um, just just the potential of all provinces and, and hopefully really, really competitive tournament uh, domestically over, over the next couple of years. Um, lots more coming up in rugby over the next few months as the Energia AIL kicks off mm-hmm. and then Ireland will head out to Dubai to play the WXV tournament as well. Amazing. So lots of news to come from that, I'm sure. Yeah, really exciting um, to see that domestic league kick off and, and some of those players that are playing in the in the Interbros um, will be in action um, as well as that uh, WXV tournament, which is a new tournament um, to see to see what's going to happen there and the experience that players will get. Yeah. And we have also recently um, just been appointed the, the new head coach. So Scott Bernard um, is the new coach for the Irish women's team. Oh, brilliant. And then you have some news about the Golden Glove Awards as well, don't you? Yeah, so the Zucar Golden Glove nominations are in. So it's Dublin's uh, All-Ireland Senior Championship winning goalkeeper, Abby Shields, mm-hmm. Kerry's Kira Butler, Mayo's Laura Brennan and Mead's All-Star Monica McGurk have been the athletes that are nominated. And then the winner of the 2023 Zucar Golden Boot is Claire Star Fidelma Maronin, who finished as the leading scorer in the All-Ireland Championships with a haul of five goals and 38 points. So definitely doing her a bit for the team, uh, getting getting those scores. So um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see who who gets the who gets the win there. And it's nice to see them all get a nod and, and get noticed for what they've done. 
yeah it's across a couple of different teams and yeah. um will something will be something that that really means a lot to them and even to be nominated is, is obviously a privilege so um yeah exciting there and um I suppose there's some small ball news looking at the the KPMG Women's Irish Open in in Dromolan Castle mm-hmm. um as well which was another exciting competition over the weekend um did you catch any of the golf yourself I didn't watch golf it's something I have never kind of um, stuck to I think I've always tried but I think I get kind of lost in what's happening <laughs> I try yeah, no, it's something I, think, I think once you once you get into it it can be really enjoyable and um, you know the buzz around the Women's Irish Open has uh, been is, huge is great. yeah yeah like the the setting in Dromolan Castle is is fantastic um, so it was it was a really exciting finish in the Women's Irish Open with a three-way tie resulting in a playoff so it was Denmark's Smilla turning Sodenbury took the win. She was three shots behind the leader and shot 11 birdies to take it to a playoff. Um, she was in the playoff with Lisa Patterson and Anne Van Dam. Um, so yeah, look, a, a fantastic result for her and uh, all of the emotion um, when, when she got the win. In terms of the Irish athletes, uh, Leona Maguire finished tied for 14th, eight shots behind the lead. AIG Irish close champion Sarah Byrne finished tied for 35th. Beth Coulter finished tied 40th and Olivia Mahaffey finished tied 50th. So great to see the Irish uh, out in action and the home crowds will be delighted to see them. What have we got to look forward to now going forward? Yeah, so we'll be busy over the next couple of days with um, with the World Rowing Championships. So definitely something to tune into. There's a, a live stream there. Um, for people to to see what's going on. Um, as mentioned, the um, Energy AIL will be coming up mm-hmm. over um, the next couple of weeks. And then also um, the Irish um, team will be playing, the women's football team will be playing for the first time in the Aviva Stadium against Northern Ireland, which will be on the 23rd of September in Aviva Stadium. Excellent. And you'll be keeping everybody up to date on hersport.ie. Neve Talon, thank you so much for chatting to us. Thanks so much, Louise.